Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm so happy you are here. Are you ready for a juicy money conversation? If not, maybe skip to another episode because we about to talk money. We're going to talk how to make more of it, how to increase the flow of it, how to normalize it, how to take big numbers and goals off of the freaking pedestal. We're going to be talking my money, lots of fun things. So if money is not your vibe, this might not be your episode. Although I do invite you to have an open mind and stick around because you might surprise yourself. I might surprise you. Okay. So I wanted to record this because we are currently in the middle of a launch right now and it's going really well, which I'm so thankful for. Side note, shout out to Sarah, my now full-time employee in my business. She is absolutely incredible. This is the first launch that I've actually enjoyed with the exception of the first two times that I launched Vibes. And the reason why I enjoyed those is because I kept it so chill. Like I didn't even send really any emails about it. I hadn't, I just, I kept it so chill and it sold really fast. So it didn't even feel like a real launch to me, but this is like the first extended quote, real, which all lunches are real, you know, but, but like, you know, actually multiple week launch where the goal is to fill out the spots and get as many women in as we possibly can until we fill out the spots that I've actually enjoyed myself, that I've actually not been burnt out and stressed out. So just like side note, For those of you who are going at it alone or going it alone, you don't have to, you you know, there's a season for that. And I think that those seasons serve you really well, but when you're over it, it's time to find yourself a Sarah because they are out there. And I'm, I'm like, man, if we had only gotten started sooner. So shout out to her. But anyway, I'm just reflecting on this week and I was looking at my numbers for the year so far now that we are, what, two and a half months in as I record this and we've crossed six figures. We are like as of today at almost 120K for the year, which is higher than we were last year, which is definitely higher than, I mean, any other year that I've had. So we're seeing some growth, which I'm really excited about. And I haven't really launched anything. I've only launched, I'm current, like I said, I'm currently launching Vibes right now. And we did 100 days of killer content and coaching. And that was a super chill launch, super, super chill. And that's all I've launched all year. And reflecting on that, I'm so proud of my business because in the past, it was always a grind. It was always like launch. You know, you have to be constantly not just selling, but like having these bigger launches to get revenue through the door. And it just felt like such a grind. And now I'm seeing lots of recurring income. I'm seeing a lot of attraction coming in, you know, a lot of women coming into my world that are ready to get into the mastermind or work one-on-one or, you know, work together in some capacity. And we found a flow 
for the most part. And it gets to get better and it will absolutely. And that's what inspired me to record this episode today because I've learned more about generating revenue or maybe a better way to say that would be attracting money into my world. I've learned more about that just in the past maybe six, seven months than I have in my career in my business. And and it's funny, I did a post today where I was talking about some of the things that I'm going to be talking about today in this podcast. And and I was, you know, I had like I I had the opportunity to learn a massive, massive game-changing lesson back in 2019. And it just went right over my head. And then it like finally landed two years later. So I'm really pumped to share this episode with you because regardless of where you are in your business, if you are in the place where you, it's like this feeling that you, you know, maybe you're very thankful for where you're at and you're super grateful for your current results, or maybe you're not, (laughs) maybe you're like, no, my results actually suck. And I, I, I want them to be better. And you know that they can be better. There's a part of you that's like, okay, when is this going to click into place? Like, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing the things, or maybe I don't know the things to do or whatever. And it's just like, things are not clicking. If that's where you are, and I feel like everybody kind of falls in that category, right? Like all of us are in positions in our business where of course we want more. That's why we're driven. That's why we chose to be entrepreneurs and business owners. So I'm excited to give this episode to you today because my hope and intention in having this conversation is that you can take these lessons that took me four plus years to learn and get through my thick skull and you can implement them and collapse time so much faster than I did because these rules and you know these these ideas that you have to be in business for x amount of time before you can make x amount of money or you have to work so hard to earn blank those are man-made rules and limitations we do that to ourselves, right? So in reality, whether this is your first year in business, maybe you haven't started your business yet. Maybe this is your 16th year in business. This could be your biggest, most groundbreaking year yet. You could blow your mind and everybody else's mind. If you can do this work, and keep your mind and energy right and watch the stories and rules and limitations that you're putting around yourself because it's really, really easy to do, okay? So let's get into it. So um, obviously the title of this episode is How to Collapse Time and Increase Your Daily Slash Weekly Money Flow. And when thinking about this and thinking about like what we've been creating and how I've how I have done this over the years. I came up with let's see four four ish things, and I'm like, okay, this is how it happens. This is how it happened for me. This is how I was able to go from you know less than 10k, a little over 10k to 20, and then you know consistent 20k months to 50 and 60. And then 30K weeks. And, you know, on we're on track this month to have the biggest month in my business yet. And, you know, we're mid-month. So this these things that I have picked out for you that we're going to discuss today is how I've been able to do it. And again, like the lessons I've learned over the years that you could take and implement so much faster than I did. So number one, if we're wanting to increase our weekly and daily money flow. Obviously, we need to be selling. Obviously, we need to have something to sell, which most of us do. Most of us have something to sell. 
Now, are you selling? <laughs> that a lot of people are scared to sell often. A lot of people scoff at the idea of selling every single day. And it just, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary drama, right? You don't get pissed off when you go out to dinner and the pizza restaurant's like, hey, here are our daily specials, right? Or like, you know, you don't get mad when you go out to eat and your restaurant's open. Like, what if they were closed? Because they're like, oh, we don't want to sell every day, <laughs> you know, unless they're Chick-fil-A. Like, we don't get upset about that. But we are businesses, right? Like our job as business owners is to generate revenue. So number one, are you selling at the rate that's going to help you increase your money? Like super, super basic concept. But when it's online and, you know, you overthink how people feel about it, then it can really funk up your energy. But I would say even deeper than that, the number one thing that helped me personally scale at the rate that I have and that I continue to is because I practice and implement a proven strategy. When I sell, when I create offers, when I show up, when I write emails, and even my social media copy, like there's there's a method to the madness. And yeah, sometimes there are things that are more fly by the seat of your pants and more inspired actions. But even those, I have a like, you can't forget a strategy. You can't forget how things work. So the cool thing about a strategy, especially one that's proven, what I mean by that is somebody or people that you know with the type of business that you have are implementing this type of strategy. And what's cool about that is if it works for them, it can work for you. But I think even more importantly is it lends to your confidence as a business owner and when you show up in front of your people. When you feel really good about the actions that you're taking, you're going to just show up in a totally different way. And I know that we have all been there before where we didn't have a strategy and we're just kind of trying to figure it out. It feels like we're throwing spaghetti against the wall, hoping that something sticks. And there's that like low key angst that comes with that because we have so many other things that we could be doing. Many of us have kids, we have families, we have partners or spouses or things that we could be doing, maybe even other jobs that we're taking time away from. So if you don't feel confident about the actions that you are taking in your business, then that is going to severely impact how you feel and how you feel impacts how you show up and the actions that you take. So it's this trickle down that can either positively benefit you or negatively affect you and your business. So number one, just having that proven strategy, something that you can rely on and you can go to bed sleeping at night. And even if it like very few strategies work instantly right? We're still growing a business. It still takes time to build trust and credibility with your audience. And also there's a reason why I don't end the podcast after this point, because you can have the best strategy in the world. But if you don't do the other things that I'm going to share with you in this podcast, you're not going to see great results. And that's where I was a few years ago. I spent money. I put myself in rooms. I hired coaches to teach me strategies but my mindset and my energy was whack and it showed in my results. So first thing is a strategy, some having something that you can rely on. And this is why like we're celebrating a 30K week and it's Thursday as I record this and we're still launching something, you know, almost 120K for the year and we're mid-March. Like that's why... I'm able to have that level and, you know, why we hit over 500K last year and all of the cool things that I've done is because 
I follow a proven strategy and it gets to be tweaked and it gets to evolve. And, and I do that all the time, but the base of it is there and it makes me feel secure. And that allows me to show up even better for you. So if you are sitting here and you're like, okay, that makes sense. Where does one get these strategies? Like, who do I hire? What course do I watch? What YouTube video? Like, what do I do to get my hands on one of these proven strategies? And what I'll say about that is there are many, many, many strategies out there that you can follow, many of which work. Like I've said before in previous podcast episodes, there are dozens, hundreds, thousands of paths to success. There's not just one way. Okay. But if you vibe with me, if you see what I do online and how I show up and you're seeing the level of results and how we've collapsed time really since September have taken like, you know, the last four months of 2021 brought in 200 K in my business, just like at the end of the year, like that ended the year with my highest year in business yet. And, you know, starting the year off this way with, you know, really not even pushing that hard at all, but like all of this residual momentum from last year, if you vibe with that and you're like, no, I, I, I like what you do. I want to do what you do. Get in vibes. Okay. Literally, that is why I made Vibes. Vibes is my strategy for how I run and launch in my business, how I generate the money in my business and how I've helped dozens of women do the same. That is Vibes, okay? So Vibes is what we're currently launching right now. It is open for enrollment. If you listen to this live, you have about a week left to join us. So hopefully you don't listen to this too late. But if if it's within the week of this coming out, go click the link in my show notes or DM me on Instagram and get more information. Because when I tell you this is a life-changing program, and I can say that, like it's, it's probably people don't love that I'm selling it that way, but I mean it. And I've seen the results and it's changed my life. And that's why I've created it in the way that I have. So Vibes is a hybrid program and mastermind, and it's for you and me to strategize and map out all things equal to your best and most lucrative year in business yet. Okay, let's go to the link in the show notes. Check that out. If you need a strategy, if you know that that something's missing or you already have one, but it just something about it doesn't feel right, which I've been there, done that, it doesn't hurt to reach out to me and have a conversation. More than happy. I've turned people away from this. I do it all the time and it's all good. So reach out to me and I hope to see you in there with us. So that's number one, have a proven strategy, okay? Number two, this is a biggie. This is a big one. So if you're wanting to reach your business goals, increase your daily, weekly money flow faster. So that's all. If, if you're like, what does collapsing time mean? It means you have an idea of how long it's going to take to hit a goal. And then you make it happen way faster. That's collapsing time, right? It takes like the average length of length of what it takes most people to do something. And it cuts it in half or a quarter or It just makes it shorter in some way. So if you're wanting to do that yourself, which I assume you are because you're listening to this, one of the things that I recommend you do, and this is a biggie, is take the dang number off the pedestal. Okay, so I know that you have a number in mind that you have put in a pedestal, whether it's a... Uh, a monthly amount, like a six-figure month. That That's a biggie for me that I've had to take off the pedestal. Six-figure months, like the elusive six-figure months. For the longest time, it was 20K months for me. In the beginning of my business, I was like, people do that. <laughs> I, it, it, I couldn't even fathom it. And that was my big number that I had on the pedestal. You know, 
seven-figure year pedestal number for me. Okay, so you have something and it doesn't necessarily have to be money. It could be anything, you know, and obviously this episode, we're talking about money, but we do this in so many different areas in our lives. So it could be finding a partner or a relationship. It could be a goal weight. It could be the house, like the dream house or whatever. And what it means to put something on the pedestal is that you make this thing bigger than you. And I know you're like, okay, but it is bigger than me. I'm earning this right now and I want to earn that. So it's it's literally bigger than me. Okay, yes. But the way you position it in your mind, the way you're thinking of it is that it is very far removed from you because you've put it on the pedestal. It's a big dream. It's a big goal for you. And in your mind, it feels really big. It feels elusive. It feels like, you know, yeah, you might be excited about it, but in your mind, there's still part of you that's like, I don't know if I'll ever hit that. Or, or I'm sure I'm, I'll probably hit that, but I don't, you know, it's probably going to be a while. Like that's what I did to myself. Like, I know I can freaking do anything, but there are some things that I'm like, it's probably going to take me a while. Right. So that's you putting it on a pedestal and even deeper than that, even worse than (sighs) mentally removing it from you and, and putting it so far above you right now, worse than that is you have this idea of how you're going to feel when you get there. You have this, you've attached meaning to that thing. Okay. So for me, back when I was, you know, earning 10K months and, you know, my obviously, I mean, business is always up and down still to this day. Like it's freaking a roller coaster. But back then, like whenever I I could barely crack 10K consistently, the number was 20K to me. And because it it felt so big and it was like such a big deal to me. I was like, dude, when I get to 20K, I'll be legit then. That's when I I have, you know, like I'm really in the game. When I'm hitting 20K months, people have to take me seriously, (laughs) right? Like then I am worthy of respect as a business owner. And I can feel that way. Then I can feel abundant. Then I can invest in a team, which by the way, I freaking didn't, which is a whole other conversation that we'll have, which we will. You know, it's like you, you put the stories, you, you detach yourself and it's like, okay, when I get to this thing, then I can blank. And that's going to be different for every single person. And I've done this at 20K. I've done this at 50K. I've done this for, you know, six figure months seven figure year, it's like, okay, then I've arrived and I can, I can breathe a sigh of relief. Then like, I can chill out a little bit. I've, I've like, you I used to, you know what I used to say that I didn't want to have another baby. I have one child right now. If you're new, I have a little boy named Cruz. He's four. I used to say that I didn't want to have another baby until I hit seven figures because when I hit seven figures, then I feel like I can take some time off. (laughs) What? That's wacko. Freaking wacko. Like thinking back on that, whoa, then I can take time off. Like, dude, (laughs) it's just, it's so twisted. So how do you take it off the pedestal? And here's why it's a problem. Okay. Why it's a problem is because number one, energetically, you far removed this thing from you. Okay. It's like, and you can't see me. If you're watching the video of this on YouTube, my hands are like in the air. Okay. You have this thing on the pedestal. It's far removed from you. So like you believe in some capacity that it's going to take more work, more time to get to the thing. 
So you're there's you believe that on the inside. So you are going to start taking actions that reflect that. So instead of going for that thing now, instead of acting as if you are the type of person to create those results now, you prolong it because you have you've far removed yourself from this thing. Okay. So how do we take it off the pedestal? You feel I'm just going to get into it. I was going to like set this up and drop it, mic drop it for you, but I just messed up. So F it. Okay. You feel the feelings now. Okay. You remove the elusivity. Is that a word? The elusiveness, the elusivity from it all. And how I've been able to do this. And if you're not sure how to do this yourself, here's how I recommend doing it. How I was able to do this is because no, I haven't hit seven figures yet. No, I haven't hit six-figure months yet. But I have taken it off the pedestal. And how I've been able to do that is because I've hit the 20K months. And here's what happened when I hit 20K. Okay. I remember the day like it was yesterday. This is a big deal for me. I was working my you-know-what off. Okay. I was hustling like you wouldn't believe. I was seeing like three to four five, maybe even six clients a day. Just madness. Okay. And then I went to go get my nails done and I went and I checked PayPal because I obviously I knew I was close and I crossed 20K and I just like sat there and my jaw dropped. I was like, I did it. (gasps) I did it. Here I am world. (laughs) And I called Chris. I was like, I did it. I hit 20K. And he was like, wow, that's amazing. And you know, we like had a moment and we celebrated that night and I was so proud of myself, but that lasted minutes. Okay. I'll give myself half a day and then nothing changed. Not only did nothing change, but I felt zero difference. I was the same person, obviously, but like I didn't feel like I had arrived. I didn't feel any more legit or worthy. I mean, I think my pride was inflated a little bit because I finally did the thing. So I'm sure my ego is having a heyday, but like I was me, you know, and and not only that, but right after that, like the next day, it was like, cool. Let's go for 30 awesome. I wonder what 50K feels like, you know? And by the way, pause on that thought. That's not a bad thing because a lot of people, they'll be like, you know, it's so easy to not be content. And, and that's just a trap. If you're never content, if you're constantly wanting more. And while it is a trap to not have gratitude for where you are and for constantly going, going, going. And, and again, putting things on pedestals, because what you're going to find is you're going to get to the thing. And then there's another pedestal, right? You get to the top of the mountain and there's a whole other mountain right there to climb. So that right there is a trap. But to me, I see nothing wrong with wanting more in your business. Like we are driven, hardworking, ambitious women. We were created that way. Like I do not believe it's a mistake that I am going for the big scary, hairy goals that I'm going for. And you too, like that is by design. I'm fully certain of that. So there's, to me, it's my opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. But the trap is putting that thing on the pedestal. And then once you get there, you're like, oh, okay, well, I don't feel any more worthy. Okay. So I'm sure there's something that you have accomplished where you've experienced a little bit of that. So tap into that. Let that be proof for you that if you felt that way about that smaller goal, why would you feel any different in the bigger goal or much different, right? And and you hear people talk about this all the time. Like, I'm not just making this up out of my head. I hear, I mean, my mentor talks about this. I've heard, you know, you most wildly successful people have moments where it's like, yeah, you get there and it's like, it's lonely at the top or, you know, it's like onto the next thing type vibe. So how you take it off the pedestal is you just accept that you accept that like, 
yeah, I want that, but it's not that big of a deal, right? Like, of course I'm going to get to that because I am who I am because I want it because I'm working toward it. I want to get to California. I'm in Tennessee, but if I keep driving the vehicle West, I'm going to get there, right? It's like, make it less special to you. That's taking it off of the pedestal. And then how you really send that home and really solidify that is those feelings that you have attached to this big goal, the worthiness, the acceptance, the credibility or legitimacy or whatever, you know, if it's a relationship, the love, lovable or sexy or whatever the thing is, you can tap into those feelings now. And the irony of it all, the irony of this all is it could be so much easier than what we make it. Because if we would just feel how we want to feel now, which all of those things are available to us, we can do that now. Nothing external. We don't need anything external person, thing, nada, to feel how we want to feel now. Okay. And by the way, this like, I'm not talking about people who have maybe mental health issues or who have some sort of sickness. That's obviously this is not going to be the same for you. Okay. But I'm talking about the average person who isn't dealing with something significant when it comes to their health. Like we can, or, you know, drama or abuse. Okay. There are nuances. I get that. But like most of us, we can feel those feelings. Now we can locate that we can start, or at least start, start practicing the problem. The trap is when you don't let yourself even try until you hit some goal outside of yourself. That is when it takes you so much longer to get there. And often it's going to require some sort of heavy hustle mentality, you know, grinding, burning out, right? You're just like clawing your way. Like that's what it felt like to get to 20K for me was like clawing my way there. It doesn't have to be that way. I could have gotten there so much faster. I could get to six figure months so much faster if I was better at doing this. And this is just like an active thing that you work on. So take that number, take that goal, whatever it is, gonna be different for all of us. Take it off the pedestal. How can he like, and, and take a minute, write down. Okay, here's my big goal. And you know what that is. What do I think I'm gonna feel when I hit this? And even better, how would I show up? So let's say your big goal is 20K months. If you hit 20K in your business tomorrow somehow, how would you behave differently then than you are now? That is like a mind-blowing question to really dig into. Because I'm sure there's going to be some difference, right? Like maybe you show up in your stories more. Maybe you like take time and you get extra ready or you take the time to actually get a workout done in the day or you book a vacation or you actually hire somebody to help you in your business so you're not doing it all by yourself or you spend more t- focused time with the kids or it's there's something. What would you do different if you hit that tomorrow? Do those things now. That's it. I could end this episode right here. That is the secret. (laughs) Do hire the people now. Get ready now. Work out now. Love your kids now. Take time off now. Have fun now. Feel worthy now. Feel sexy. Feel blah, 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 blah. Now, 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 now. When you do that, when you embody that person that you know you would be at that level, time collapses. 
when you do it over time anyway, right? And then I would add to that too, normalizing those levels or like whenever you hit new levels, how can we normalize it? So instead of, and this is kind of like taking it off the pedestal, right? Like when I was hitting 20K months and, you know, when I hit 50K now and I do this today, you know, we had 30K this week. I've thought nothing about it. I have deep gratitude for it. And we're about to talk about gratitude because that's a big, big piece. And I'm so freaking thankful. I've talked about it with my team. I've talked about it with, you know, so many, like there's, I'm so grateful, but it's not a big deal to me because that's just what we do. I don't know if I've ever had a 30K week before, (laughs) but to me, it's just like, duh. Like, what, what do you think we're going to (laughs) do? You know, like I, I, I've gotten a lot better where in the, as in the past, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Will I ever do it again? That's freaking crazy. Look at me. Woo. And not that you can't celebrate and again, have like a deep gratitude, but there's a difference between being like, wow, that's sick. And like, obviously I'm going to do that a hundred more times and then some versus, wow, that's sick. That must've been a fluke. I can't believe that happened. Will it ever happen again? How do I duplicate what I just did? And, you know, freaking out frantic and energy. Very, 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 very different vibe. And then the last thing that I will add, if you're wanting to increase your daily, weekly, monthly, daily, weekly, yeah, monthly (laughs) revenue, money flow in a faster amount of time. If you want to speed up this process, then I'm going to encourage you to track your revenue. And the fact that I just said that out loud is mind boggling to me because it took me so long to do this myself. And it was something that I avoided, quite frankly, because in the beginning of my business and in the middle and, you know, I went through this really long time where in a way, you know, I had moments where I was proud of my results, but because I was comparing them to what I knew I was capable of and what I actually wanted, you know, my bigger goals, and also comparing myself to other people around me who had bigger results, mine always felt like they were so puny or lacking in some way or just not good enough. So why would you want to spend any time looking more at that? That that was my mentality right? Healthy people, people that know about money and energy and money, they would be like, no, you need to look at it because obviously something's wrong. And also what you track grows. Okay. So this little practice, and it doesn't have to be superficial, right? Like I, I joke that I'm allergic to Excel and Excel sheets because that's just, ew, (laughs) can't do it. it. has never been my thing. This doesn't have to be like this super serious thing. It can be as simple as having a note in your phone and, you know, every day you update your sales or you look at your PayPal and you just start paying attention. You start noticing how things are increasing or how things are going. It's just simply having an awareness and a pulse on where you are at financially in your business. This is how you stay healthy, right? Like if you never get blood work, if you never go to the doctor or I don't know if that's a good excuse, but you know, the blood work, or if you just like never really pay attention to what's going on inside your body or your mind, then you run the risk of getting sick and something happening. Same thing with your business and your revenue. And if you're not doing this, This is actually a really, really good question to ask why, because that reason why, like the reason why you're avoiding tracking your numbers is something that you need to clean up because that thing is very likely one of, if not the reason why you are not 
exceeding where you are now, right? So the reason why I wasn't tracking my numbers is because to me, my numbers weren't good enough. And it's not like I actually thought that, like, this is so sneaky. It's not like I was walking around like, bah, I just got a sale, but it's not good enough. Oh, thank you client for your time, but it's not good enough. Like, it's not like you, you're actually saying that out loud. You don't realize you're thinking that. But again, when you're comparing yourself and when you've put this big number on a pedestal and it's so far away from you, the vibe you are putting out is it is not good enough. And that is scarce. That is lack. And if you're putting out the vibe of scarcity and lack, guess what you're going to attract right back to you? Okay. Hi. So I recorded this podcast last night. And then once I was done recording, I forgot, or I realized that I forgot to mention the most perfect story and example that really solidifies the point of tracking your numbers. And I just, I had to add this in. So sorry if it, it, this is jarring, but this is going to be so good for you. So this week, actually, before I even realized that this was the conversation that I wanted to have on the podcast, I was meeting with one of my dear clients and we're chatting. And just for a little bit of context, she is more beginner in her business. She had one type of business for a year or two, a couple of years, and then she shifted and now she's starting her own business. And it's for sure in the beginning phases of this, right? So we're meeting this week and we're having a conversation and she's just having one of those days where things like nothing's going wrong, but things just, they don't feel like they're moving as fast as she hopes or right. Like she, she's, you know, there's a little bit of comparison going on, I'm sure. And she's just kind of feeling a little funky about it. So of course we're talking about it. This is so normal and we're breaking it down. And me as her mentor, we're getting to the root of like, okay, where, where is this coming from? How can we, how can we shift things to make you feel more at ease? And she's talking and I had realized that last week we, she, she had like launched this offer And I hadn't heard anything about it and we hadn't talked about it yet on the call. So I had this intuitive nudge to ask her about this thing, even though, even though part of me was a little nervous because if she hadn't sold anything, which she hadn't said anything to me, right? So like part of me thought maybe she hadn't sold anything. She's feeling funky. She hadn't mentioned anything. So part of me was like, I don't know if I asked this because I don't want her to feel even more down. But I asked anyway, because that's my job. And I said, what about this thing that that you're currently launching? Like, how is that going? I haven't heard a word about it. She was like, oh, yeah, I've I've sold X amount. And I was like, you did what? And she was like, yeah, I thought I told you. And she had told me she had sold like one or two, but I never got an update. I was like, no, I never got an update. Like, are you serious? Like, what? Like, why are you celebrating with me? And she was like, yeah, no, I know. I don't know. I forgot. And I've just, I don't know. I've been focused on these other things and whatever. And I was like, wait, wait a second. And I asked her, I said, so what are your sales for this month? Because we're mid-March as, as I record this. And as we were having this conversation, it is mid-March. And I said, well, what are your sales so far for this month? And of course she kind of looked at me like a deer caught in headlights. And she was like, uh, you know, she's like doing the math in her head. And she was like, well, I guess my sales are this. I said, okay, what were your sales last month? And again, (laughs) she looked at me like I was speaking French to her. (laughs) And she was like, um, am I supposed to know that answer? I was like, yes. And, you know, so we, you know, do the math for that and got the number. And I was like, and what were your sales for January? And she knew that answer. And I said, what about for December? She knew that answer. And what we realized was 
my dear client was in the midst of her biggest month in business yet. She was, she is experiencing her highest sales as this type of business owner in her business yet. And we are mid month. And she hadn't realized that. Like she totally, you know, and, and to be fair, these are, I guess, if you were to compare her business with somebody else's who's a bit more advanced or who's just been in the game a little bit longer, these, of course, these are smaller results, but they're results. And not only are they results, but they're growing. And at the rate of her business each month, they're growing significantly. And yes, they're small, but like this, like, where do you think you start? How do you think a business starts? Most businesses, our type of businesses online. So this was, it was a really cool moment for her because she was, she realized that she was like, wow, I, I haven't been tracking my numbers because I, I haven't wanted to. And, you know, she, and it's literally exactly how I used to feel in my business. And I was like, no, you're preaching to the choir. I, I fully understand where you're coming from, but do you see why I encourage you to do this? Cause it's really easy to miss sometimes. And I've done this before you know, like last year it was August and I hadn't, I've been very loosely tracking because obviously I have PayPal, right? Like I can see my numbers, but also I have a Stripe account. So I'm not like adding things up. And I I wasn't, I, I did not have a good pulse on my numbers. And once I finally added things up and realized I was like, holy crap, I'm killing it. And I'm giving myself very little credit here. Just like my client. So this is why, I mean, even when the results are what you would consider not significant or nothing to write home about, you could be missing very pertinent information, either that like, hey, something needs to shift here because this is a problem. We're going in the red or, hey, there's growth. And, and you know, kind of like we were talking about in the last episode about how, like when you're with your kid every day, it's hard to, to notice how fast they're growing, right? You don't look at a kid and you're like, wow, I I noticed you grew an eighth of an inch last night. You know, it's just like, you don't realize until you compare them to pictures and you're like, wow, you, you've grown so much. And often, especially in the beginning of our businesses, it feels like that. You don't even realize. So you're not giving yourself credit. So you're giving yourself such a harder time and you're feeling like a failure. You're feeling like nothing's really happening. And that vibe, carrying that consistently throughout your business and trying to show up and sell in that energy. And uh, it just, it doesn't translate. It's a different wavelength. You can fake it till you make it all you want. But if deep down you feel like a failure, if you feel like things aren't working or that you're not doing enough, you're not enough, whatever, that's, that is the vibe we're, we're aiming at here. We don't want that. So I just wanted to, I had to add in this part, um, to share that story because it was, it was profound for both of us. And, you know, I was so excited to be able to celebrate with her and, and shift that energy a bit and encourage her just like I've had to do myself and just like I'm doing here, like start tracking your numbers for business owners. That's, that's our job. Okay. Back to the rest of the episode. So asking yourself, okay, why am I not tracking this can be one of the more empowering questions that you can like really go there because that's going to tell you a lot that you need to know. So start tracking your numbers even if you don't love what you see, because in my experience, it's like, okay, how can I make this better? And it pushed me and empowered and motivated me to sell more because it's like when you're not paying attention, you know, it's, you're brushing things under the rug. You're just pretending like there's not a problem. So then you don't try and fix it. It's like, oh, one day this will magically change. And it takes for freaking ever. Like in my case, So awareness is very powerful, but here's the second piece of this tip that has the power to change it all for you. 
this is like this is like pouring gasoline on a working strategy. I don't even know if that's that's not a good analogy, but you hopefully you get what I'm trying to say here, okay? If all of these tips, if all the tips of like proven strategy, uh, taking your dream number off the pedestal, feeling the feelings now, tracking your revenue, if that is a formula to get results, then this next thing I'm about to share with you is an amplifier, right? This is how you multiply those results. And that thing is having gratitude now and lots of it. So I have shared many times and I don't have the number in front of me, but if you go back and you listen to um, podcasts from last year, I think it's titled like this shift, this mindset shift increases money flow instantly. I think that might be the title of the episode, but I shared how like I figured out in August or September of last year that I was blocking myself massively because I wasn't tracking my revenue. And because like, even though I was hitting 20K plus months, because they weren't 50, because they weren't this number that I had on the pedestal, they weren't enough. And and I realized that because I, I all of a sudden was investing in these programs and I was around all of these women who were constantly celebrating. They were celebrating literally if somebody looked in their direction and smiled, <laughs> they were celebrating like the smallest things to the biggest things. They were celebrating if they got a new follower to like a seven figure freaking month, you know? I mean, it, it, like there was no limit too big or too small to what they were celebrating. And I was like, why am I not like, I don't celebrate literally anything. And then I realized, why am I not celebrating anything? Because I feel like I have nothing to celebrate because I'm making my current results mean I suck. <laughs> and, and you know, the lack and the scarcity and all of that. So when I was able to shift that, you know, and, and how I shifted that was like, yeah, it's obviously pausing and taking the time to celebrate and all of that. But being so thankful for where I am now and how far I've come. Like, am I where I ultimately want to be? No. Am I where, like, I have the potential to be where I'm going to be in a year and five years and 10 years? Not even close, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, the journey is the point, you know, and we talked about this in the last episode. So definitely go listen to the last episode because we talked more about that. But... I realized that like I'm miserable right now because I've put this thing on a pedestal and I won't let myself be happy. I won't let myself be how I really want to feel because I'm not where I'm at. And that is a trap. That is how you keep yourself stuck. Because if you put out constantly an energy of not enough, of burnout, bored, miserable, ungrateful, that's where you're going to stay because you're going you're gonna to bring more reasons to feel that way. So I really clean that up. And now, and it's not perfect. You know, these are things I have to coach myself through all the time. And this is why I invest in the mentors and the coaches that I do because I need support in this all the time. It's not easy growing a business, but like I have so much gratitude for where I am and for, for what I'm doing now. And I encourage you, if you don't have a process for expressing gratitude, or if you, if you know that that's missing from your life, how can we fix that? Because that is, again, it's like pouring gasoline on a fire. You create a spark with a strategy. You create a certain amount of results with feeling feelings and showing up and doing the work, but like feeling so grateful for where you are right now is it's an absolute amplifier. You're going to feel better. You're going to show up differently. You're going to get even better results. 
So you are going to collapse time and get to that thing even faster the more that you have gratitude for the for what is happening right now. And you may be thinking to yourself, okay, but there's not that much great happening right now. Baloney. You are looking through the wrong lens. You can look at your life through a negative one or a positive one. And I know that that sounds super fluffy and very simplistic to say and probably smothered and covered in a lot of privilege. Like I recognize that. And listen, I already hear the eye rolls. Okay. So like I, I get, I get what you're saying, but hear me on this. There are things in your life that you can find gratitude for. There are things in your life that you and and in your business that are working. There might be things that need to be fixed and that can be better and it all can be better always. And it gets to always get better, but there are things that you can be thankful for. And I encourage you find them, find them because when you can, and when you can focus on that and just take a moment to feel it, right? Like that's, that's it. It's more than just like writing out. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for coffee. It's like, you know what it feels like to be thankful. The more you can tap into that, it's it's inexplainable. And it can be difficult to reconcile wanting to feel like that and thankful for where you are, but also being as ambitious as I know that you are. And the best way that I've heard this explained and the way that I do this myself is like, it is a balance, right? You can be in both places at at the same time. You can have one foot in deep gratitude for where you are and how far you've come and, and what's happening in your life right now, while also being so excited for what's to come by being so excited and expectant, like that that vibe of expectancy versus hope, it's a different vibe, a different wavelength. So like one foot in the gratitude, one foot in this excited expectancy of like, of course I'm going to grow. Of course this is going to get better. Of course. But like, I'm not going to make that mean that it's not here now. I'm not going to make that mean that I can't feel worthy and happy and gracious and all the things and abundant and all the things that I want to feel right now. I can feel that right now. When you do those things, my love, you're going to blow your mind. You are going to blow everybody else's mind because you are going to make magic happen at record speed. And you're going to show all of us what's actually possible. Okay. So I'm just speaking from experience. I have a long way to go. You know, I work through these things just like you. All of this is like therapy for me and reminders for me. It's like journaling out loud for myself. That's really what my podcast is. It's like journaling out loud for myself because I need this as much as some of you do. So let's just take it. Let's learn from it faster. It took me a long time to get this through my head. It doesn't have to take you a long time. Remove the limitations, remove the rules. Our creator did not put those rules in place. He never said, you have to work this hard for this amount of time to experience that goal you want. We all made that up in our heads based on what other people have done. Okay? Be the example or the you know, the exception, be the exception. I love you. I hope this served you. If so, let me know. Please share it with your people. Let me know on the gram. Shoot me a review if you have a minute and you liked this. That would mean the absolute world to me. But I just more than anything, hope you listen to this and you take it to heart and you feel a little bit more excited and thankful for where you are. And if that first tip 
proven strategy is something that is missing from what you're doing, I hope you will take a few minutes to check out Vibes and jump in with us. And if you listen to this at a later date and it's not live, I'm sure we'll be launching it again. Okay. Hope you have a fabulous rest of your day and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves, and or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.